space. A black, sort of, empty, cold place. These are the voyages of the USS Starbucks on our three-week mission to explore freaky-ass planets and weird-looking aliens. And to bravely go where no people have been before a lot. Captain's Log, Stardate 3001. We are the crew of a Class 3 interstellar battleship and have been searching in deep space for a mineral extract known as coal lithium for the planet America. Even though there's no Americans on board, we still follow the primary objective to keep things American at all costs, forever. Most of the crew grow weary and long for some shore leave. Mr. Czech Vodnik, our chief engineer, says the holodeck will be offline for another 48 hours due to the fact that the blueprints are missing and we have no 5-amp fuses for goddamn sneaky Russian. But we have picked up trace elements of coal lithium from a strange black object floating near the third moon of Rigel 9. We're going to send an away team to where we picked up the signal. God, I only hope we can find some so I can go back home. Home where the antelope roam and <laughs> Grandma's apple pie is cooling on the windowsill where... Please, do you have to go on with yourself in that bloody recorder? You love the sound of your own voice, don't you? It's not like you've had the vocal training that I've had. And ten years with the Royal McKellum Association and two years on Spectrovision on numerous recordings... Anyway, Captain, as your executive officer, I strongly advise that you stay on board the ship when the away team is ready. Nah, nonsense, Mr. Starch. I'll be heading the away team, probably into danger. And not all of us will be coming home, boys. Mm, just like the time we had to stop off at that planet where you insisted everyone went on shore leave. What was the name of that planet again? Oh, yes, the planet Death. Bloody good time was had by all there. Well... The few that weren't destroyed by the 40-foot lava monster, or the pits of black goo, or the satanic cult of poisonous tree frogs. Well, everyone else enjoyed himself, didn't they, lads? Yeah. yeah especially the volleyball team. Bloody frogs can't jump more than two foot. Hey, lads? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> they won't forget that whooping for a while. Anyway, computer, can you contact Mr. Marley and tell him to come to the bridge, please? Yes, Captain. Right away, Captain. By the way, Captain, my port needs a service when you have the time. Yeah, in a short while, computer. I'll bring me air drive and me probe, see if you've got any shorts. Yeah. <laughs> bloody hell, he's even at it with the bloody androids now. Never mind the ensigns and the bloody frogs. What are me, brethren? Captain, should I call our translator? Uh, Mr. Marley, can you assemble an away team to visit the object where the readings originated, as you are our chief of security? In a bit, man. I got the boys from Sector 7G around for a session and a game of play. Tendo. Warning. Collision alert. Help. Warning. Collision alert. His holy Help! Mr. Godspeed, what are you doing? I'm sorry, Captain. I was busy singing the word of the Lord. Yeah? And also steering us straight into a planet at the same time. Captain, it's just the gas clouds surrounding it look like Pope Clint Eastwood III. And I could swear it was calling to me. Telepathically calling to me. The calling of the Lord cannot be ignored or we will all feel his wrath and we will be sent to the fiery pits of the land of Richard and Judy where Beelzebub will pull out your toenails and with fiery poles pour your... Please, Mr. Godspeed, change the course now. Mr. Chet Vodnik? Can you tell me how long it'll take us to get to our course settings? Well, Captain, it's approximately 7,000 light years away. So if we put on the Hawking Drive, it will take three minutes. Initialize Hawking Drive. Now. Five, four, 
3, 2, 1. Prime activated. Who was it that uh, actually invented the Hawking Drive? Well, Captain, the original concept of the Hawking Drive derived from the latter half of the 20th century by a very clever quantum physicist and rock musician, Justin Hawking, from the band The Darkness. <laughs> no way, I thought it was that local robot dude in wheelchair. Well, anyway, we've got three minutes to kill. Computer, let's have some good old travelling music. Um, late 20th century American rock. Me thinks. Yes, sir, Mr. Captain, sir. You're aboard the USS Starbucks and we don't give a shit. We're gonna kill some aliens and have tea in a bit. Sir, we are nearing the coordinates and an object in space, but scanners cannot determine what the object consists of. On screen. Oh, Mr. Sturch, what do you reckon of it? It's a floating black object with no visible markings, and scanners seem to bounce off it. But there are definitely traces of co-lithium on the surface. My advice would be to send a probe to... Probe my ass. <laughs> um, probe. I mean, we'll be sending a manned mission to determine a threat level, seeing as the damn computers can't do the job properly. Yeah. Easy. Walk on, Captain. Many guys have got our chisel together. And I ready to be beamed over to the floor to think. There's no beamer working at the moment. You'll have to get a shuttle cab. I ain't getting no shuttle cab, fool. Oh, um, um, okay, okay, um. Before you go, the tag, the tag sticking out the back of your uniform. Uh, come here, Mr. Maui. I'll sort it out for you. Mr. Starch, net grip. <laughs> Mr. Godspeed, drop out of the Hawking Drive and park up near the third moon. Reitz, I'll jump in shuttle cab with you, Mr. Starch. Mr. Chekvodnik. You have command. Okay, Captain. Yes, that's right, Godspeed. I'm in charge. Me, not you. Got it, God boy? Captain, I don't want to cause a fuss, but I'm probably more qualified to command than check Vodkanik. I'm sure he's been on the devil's sauce. You know what I mean? Listen, Ray, just make sure you don't pilot us into any planets. And check Vodnik, make sure my ship stays in one piece. And make sure Cookie don't burn the dinner, because I've got a feeling I'm going to be hungry when I get back serving the damn universe again. Okay, Captain, they'll do. Be careful, Captain. I will, hon, and uh, I'll make sure you get a good oiling when I get back, yeah? <laughs> Reach, Starch. Let's go and kick some aliens' ass. Captain, there are no aliens. We're going to see if we can find any co-lithium. Remember, co-lithium, no battles, no deaths and that. Whatever, sugar plum. Let's go. Check Vodnik's personal log. The fool of a captain has gone on a way team mission after we found a black floating object the size of a small space station, but completely void of any markings. It is definitely metallic of some sort, although we cannot get a clear reading of it, but it apparently has traces of lithium. But I don't like it. It feels wrong. It feels like the devil's work. Mr. Check Vodnik, we are approaching the object. We are going to land on the flat surface at the top of it. Keep me informed if there is any change in the sensor readings and any change in the menu for dinner. Captain out. Okay, Captain. They'll do. Captain, we have touched down and I'm going to open the shuttle cab's door. Okay, let's go, everyone. Back to going first. Uh, someone wake up Mr. Marley and tell him he's falling asleep listening to uh, Godspeed. Yeah, 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 Mr. Oh, the floor feels funny out here. It feels soft, but I thought the reading said it was metallic. This is very strange. 
Right, let's split up and check this out. Right, everyone. Get your hand scanners out to see if we can pick any signals up. And keep your eyes open for Coalithium. Mr. Storch, there are some very strange readings emanating from your area. A massive surge of energy. Captain, there's a gap emerging with a high-intense beam of light. Whoa, Captain. It's all made of stars. Storch, are you there? Where are you? No! Why? Why? Captain, just get back to the cab and you can use the emergency holographic pilot. Right, I'm here. Initiate emergency pilot. Emergency pilot. Oh, my head. What's going on? My head feel like... Sorry, Marley. You know what Right, check, Von Nick. What's for dinner? But, sir, what about Mr. Starch? First we'll eat and then I'll decide what to do about Starch. Did you get any readings from that site where he disappeared? Yes, very strange readings, sir. Okay, bring them with you, and I'll meet you and Restit crew in ten forward in five minutes. Captain, Captain, help me. Who said that? Did anyone else hear that? Hear what, Captain? Are you feeling all right? Captain, Captain, help me. It's me, Starch, you bloody fool. I'm using my thespian mind lock with you. Where are you, Starch? I'm fading. The link is fading. Your mind is too weak. No surprise there, then. Right, that's it, Check Vodnik. I'm going to sick bay to see Mr. Skull. I think I've got a bit of space flu or something. Um, I'll meet you and boys in a bit. Okay, Captain. I'll get Cookie to whip up some space soup with some of those special space herbs Mr. Marley has to help you relax. Medical record, Mr. Skull here. The captain has been to see me about voices in his head. I can't understand what's going on, although his brainwave readings were very, very strange. Well, the brainwaves I could find, that is. It might have been interference from Cookie's microwave, but I have prescribed some rest and see how he goes from there. He's to report to me later. Apparently, we're having a meeting in turn forward about the Mr. Starch disappearance and the way to get him back. Medical record over. Okay, before we get this meeting going, Cookie, what's on menu? Well, it's soup. Anyone got a problem with that? No, no, sounds uh, good. I mean, yeah. Fuck good. I'm no working my fucking hands to a bone for a lot of greedy bastards for no fucking reason. Fuck sick fucking idiots. Okay, glad we got that cleared up. Mr. Marley, what do you think our strategy should be in the way of trying to find Mr. Starch? Well, Captain, I don't know what happened out there. I seem to have memory that's on a bad headache. Well, um, I remember you eating some of Cookie's soup before you came to the bridge. And I think you've been on those cheap space herbs we got off that gang of tree frogs, remember? Yes, man. Then stung me with a part of that shizzle. Just wait till I see that frog. I'm going to take a straw to his... Captain, as ship's doctor, I must insist we do the utmost to find Mr. Starch. So I'd suggest we put another way team together and go to the object and start a search. Mr. Czech what about the data you collated? 
What does it mean, man? Well, it's strange, but there was a massive surge in electrical and chemical energy, almost like life signs, but on a much higher scale. In my opinion, I think we are dealing with a higher form of life, and the object is some form of vessel. What I'd suggest is to go to the bridge and try to communicate with the intelligence. Right, it's a plan. Doctor, Marley, you and Chet Vodnik, meet me at the bridge. I've just got to go and... Um, get something from my quarters. Computer, can you come to my quarters and help me um, find something? Oh, yes, Captain. That didn't take you long, Captain, to find whatever you were looking for. You've only been a couple of minutes. Yeah, tell me about it. So, so it, it wasn't lost. I found it quick. Anyway, uh, Mr. Godspeed. Um, open communication and hail the objects. I want to try and talk to whatever it is out there and start a peaceful dialogue. Communication open, Captain. Right, you piece of shit or whatever you are. Give us back Mr. Starch or we'll open fire and blow the crap out of you. I'm Captain James Kirk, the spaceship Enterprise. Oh, no, not that joker again. He always pops up no matter where we go. Block him, Godspeed, and open a fresh channel and repeat my message. Captain, there's a message originating from the object. It reads, Go on then, if you think you're hard enough, fatty. Fire! No effect, Captain. Which is a good job, really, considering Mr. Starch is probably inside the object. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? Fire atomic cannons full spread at the object. Firing guns, Captain. No effect, Captain. But, Captain... Wait! The object is hailing us! It's trying to communicate! Mr. Marley's personal record. It's been a funny day today. We can't remember half of it. Starch has gone missing, and I got some bad chisel of a dodgy tree frog. And now the captain's trying to blow things up again. Oh, there's a floating object trying to communicate with us. I'm gonna have to lay off Cookie's suit, man. Record over. Okay then, Godspeed, open comlink with the object. Who and what are you to make me open this primitive vocal form of communication? I am Captain Newcomal aboard the USS Starbucks on a deep space mission in search of a fuel known as Colithium for our dying planet known as the Planet America. Now who or what are you? I have many names, but so your primitive minds can understand. You can call me the creator. Creator of what? Creator of great and small. Creator of all and nothing. Captain, he's trying to say he's God. Oh, the blasphemy. Are you trying to say you're God? I have been known as this name. Are you human? Like the one you call Starch? <laughs> Starch isn't human, he's an actor. But yes, we are. Why are you keeping him against his will? Anyone who enters here can never leave. Captain, he thinks he's God, yes? If he was, he wouldn't know who we are. He should know everything about us, yes, man? Yeah, that's a point. If you were God, you would know who we are. I stopped watching over your pitiful race back in the late 20th century. Your race started to get boring. Besides which, I do know things about you. I know about your collection of DVDs of androids going wild in Ibiza. 
Oh, okay then, smartass. Captain, what about Mr. Starch? I will let you talk to your Mr. Starch. Captain, it's strange here. I can't feel my body or see anything. I feel completely helpless and this creator being is doing some mithering, telling me the most boring stories you've ever heard. Oh, please help me. What is it you want with Starch, creator? He is a listener to my stories. And he's staying with me, and there's nothing you can do about it. Captain, a massive energy cloud has been sent from the object. It has knocked out our engines and disabled our phasers. Captain, we're helpless. Godspeed, cut communication. This dude ain't missing about, Captain. Let's try his defences again. Check Vodnik. Fire our atomic weapons at the object. Firing guns, Captain. They seem to be blocked with... Uh, blocked with what? They seem to be blocked with uh, giant daffodils, and that's impossible. Right, that's it. No one blocks my cannon passage with daffodils. <laughs> right, I need suggestions from you all. What can we do to get Starch back and get out of here? Captain, I can go and see what's wrong with the engine. Yeah, you go to engineering. What about you, Godspeed? What do you suggest? This is your area, isn't it? Well, sir, I don't believe that this creature is God... God is caring and wise. This thing is just mean and boring. I agree. What do you suggest, Mr. Marley? How about we get the engines fixed and get the hell out of here? What about Mr. Starch? Who? Captain, as a ship's doctor, I only believe in science. Now, I know we can all say that this being isn't God, but it is very powerful, and I think we should take the time to investigate... It's a chance in a lifetime. Let's just ask the thing if we can go on board its vessel and exchange our knowledge and experiences. I'll go for that. Mr Godspeed, open communication. Come link open, Captain! Right, okay, creator. How about us coming over there and we can listen to your stories and make sure for ourselves that Mr Starch is okay? And you want to listen to my stories? Um, yeah, of course we do. They sound... Really interesting. Oh, good. I can start at the beginning when I accidentally created the universe while making a sandwich. Get your crew ready and I will bring you over to my domain. Yep, sounds good. Mr. Godspeed, end communication. Right, Chet Vodnik. How long till you get the engines back online? Well, Captain, the main fusion coils have been completely burnt out. I need to redo the entire engine system and reset the capacitors. It's going to take 48 hours at least. You've got two hours, Czech Vodnik. Oh, whatever. Why does no one listen to anything I say? Reet, Marley. Skull, you're with me. Godspeed, you've got the helm whilst Czech Vodnik fixes the engines. I'm going to take you, computer, but I want you to come to my quarters first. Uh, I've got something to sort out. <laughs> yes. Don't be long, Captain. Yeah, fat chance of that. You're a boy for you as a Starbucks and we don't give a shit. Mr. Jack Vodnik's personal record. Well, I'm trying to fix this bleeding engine again, while them lot get to go and meet God. I always get the crappy end of the stick. I think they don't like me because I'm from Mother Russia. Right, better get on with it, as I've only got two hours to fix this, which would otherwise take me two days, so I'm resorting to using sellotape and hard as nails record over. Great, Godspeed. Open communication with the creator. Tom Link, open, Captain. Captain, 
I'll bring my medical bag and my camera. Just in case it is God, we can get a few photos with it. Right, creator, we're all ready. I shall bring you to me now. You are now in my domain. You shall feel nauseous for a minute. Your puny human bodies cannot adjust to the might of my inventory. Wow, that was pretty cool, man. We could get used to that. This is very cool. All the clothes. Is this your ship? That black floaty thing? You are in what you humans class as heaven. Anything you think of here will become reality. The black floaty thing, as you called it, is just a junction box. Or a place to store my masses of knowledge. It's like a giant hard drive. Why would you need a hard drive for knowledge? I thought you were all-knowing and all-powerful. Well, um, I've been around for a long time now and I've, um, started to forget certain things. So I created the hard drive. Where is that anyway? We need to speak to him and make sure he's alright. He is over in his own heaven, acting the role of Gandalf in the fourth Lord of the Rings film. Gandalf's Revenge With a cast of beautiful, fully rounded women How do I get to him? Just think it, and it will be so Whoa, that ride was a bit rough Where are we? What's happening? Captain, I'll explain on the way We all have to hold hands Whoa, I don't think of you like that, Marley Just everyone hold hands, even your computer Where did everybody go? They said they would listen to my stories. Arsehoes. What, so everything you want or anything cool? Captain, where did that toaster come from? Oh, I wasn't thinking of it. Anyway, where's Starch? He's over there, Captain. Thou shalt not pass. Oh, what a hero. Thank you, lovely ladies, thank you. Oh, what are you lot doing here? You bloody liar, Starch. What happened to the... Oh, I can't move, RC. We were all really worried about you, weren't we, Marley? Really, really worried about Mr. Starch. Ooh, really, Captain. If I'd told you the real truth, you would have all been over here. And I know that your mission to get Coalithium is far more important to you than enjoying yourself in a form of heaven with anything you want and anyone you want. Come on, Starch, I've brought the all you wanted. In a while, hun, just with some friends. Anyway, would you have told me? Of course I would, wouldn't I, guys? Anyway, let me get to grips with this heaven thing. Anything we think of, we can have, so... If I think about, say, a giant pile of coal lithium being carried by a team of naked female wrestlers... Hello, Captain. Where do you want this calithium? <laughs> Whoa, no way. Captain, a ship's doctor, I suggest we take a little bit more time out to relax, take in the scenery, and then plan our strategy for getting out of here, yes? Um, yeah, yeah, whatever. Mr. Marley's personal record. I did think I had a weird day earlier, but now I'm in sort of heaven. 
but anything you want will happen. It's amazing. I've no idea where them lots are, but the last time we did see them, they were having a wrestling match with the females. Boy, it made me feel ill to watch Mr. Skull and all of them rolling around on the ground. Anyway, I might stick around here, but I can't think of anything else to wish for. Oh, I know. A hammock. Yeah, man. Are you humans enjoying yourselves at my heaven? Speak for yourself. We're not all human here, Mr. Creator. Ooh, I like you. You're sexy. Alright, Creator. What happens next? Can we go at any time or what? Speak for yourself, white boy. I'm okay up here. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm with you, Marley. Captain, you must get the men together. I know what's going on here. It's a trap to keep people here while you lot have been enjoying yourselves. I've been investigating. It's a good job some of us haven't got emotions and rely on logic. Why? What have you found out, computer? I've been scanning all the crew member brainwave patterns and the frontal lobe then gives out certain... Whoa, Point Dexter. Try and keep it so us humans with emotions can understand. Your brain is getting squeegee. Numb it down a bit more. You're going stupid. Well, more than you were before. Don't listen to your computer. You like it here, don't you? You don't want to go anywhere, do you? You're no creator. I've been checking records from this area. It's like the intergalactic version of the Bermuda Triangle. Thousands of different ships have passed through this part of space but have never gone any further. My guess is that their brainwaves went that low, they all literally turned into female wrestlers or some other law life form. Ha ha ha! It's too late for them, computer person. But I am intrigued by your logical mind. Why have you not been affected? Well, for one, I am cybernetic life form and have no chemical reactions in my cybernetic brain. And two, I'm a female personality and have no interest in naked buxom wrestlers with any amount of body oil on. What's going on, computer? I don't feel right. The crew are nearly at the point of no return now. Ha ha ha! Why are you doing these things? I will not lie to you. I have no friends. I'm not the creator. But I am a higher form of intelligence. And it can be very boring not having a challenge. I have never had anyone I can communicate with that has pleased me till I met you. I'll do you a deal. I'll stay with you if you let the rest of the crew go free and show yourself to me. I'd do anything to get out of the captain's so-called servicing sessions, even though they only ever last for a couple of minutes or so. Um, okay. It's a deal. I will let them go. Captain's log, stardate 3002. The crew and myself have returned safely to the USS Starbucks with enough coal lithium to save our dying planet as well as 14 female wrestlers who tragically have to leave their claws behind on the alien craft. We had to leave the ship's android behind, which sucks a little bit because Mr. Marley smoked the ship's cat a few weeks ago, so we're without a mascot. The fact that we left the all-powerful monolith to float freely in space troubles me. Something with that much power cannot be left to its own devices. Well, that's great. Thank you for rescuing me from an eternity of being Gandalf and having my every whim catered for by nubile girls. Captain, there's an intruder upon the bridge. Relax, Mr. Marley. That's Mr. Starch, who we rescued. Ooh! Whatever. Look, 
At the end of the day, we are the crew of a Class Three interstellar battleship, which belongs to the International Federation of Planet America. We defuse the hostage situation with an omnipotent being claiming to be God's slightly less successful little brother, all completely peacefully and without violence. Damn it, Starch, you're right. We're Americans and we wasted the chance to blow that thing to kingdom come. What were we thinking? Actually, Captain, I'm not American. That's okay, Czech Vodnik. No one will make fun of your dubious nationality here. To us, you're as American as Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gee, thanks. God bless you, Yankee blue jeans, etc. No, seriously. I think we can look back on today with pride. We've set a trend here, gentlemen. No longer will we be seen as intergalactic bullies forcing our way of life onto other civilizations by force. Rather, we'll be seen as caring and gentle pioneers of the new order, one where peace and justice and fluffy things are held in higher regard than power and wealth and... Enough of this pansy crap. Merle, open up comms with the computer. She's got one badass bun in the oven that's well overcooked. Yes, and then after that I got bored so I created another parallel universe without gravity. Oh, how I laughed. Wow, I bet Ricky Gervais is breaking it. Computer, this is Captain Newcomall of the USS Starbucks. Initiate self-destruct sequence. Initiate what? Hello? Is that my element of surprise flying out of the window? Self-destruct, you metal muppet. Oh, you mean that little thing you put inside me earlier? <laughs> what do you all keep laughing at? Yes, computer, the small, apparently useless object I put inside you is actually a billion megaton atomic weapon. Ha <laughs> ha! You omnipotent dick! Never saw that coming, did you? Self-destruct in T-minus one minute. Oh, shit. Captain, I think you should know I failed my system check. Yeah, well, I've been fooling around with the toaster. Um, whatever. Eat this in the name of Planet America, losers. Ha! Laugh all you want, Captain. I still think we were right for each other. Goodbye, my dear sweet Captain. I'll always love you. Um, okay. Did anybody else feel slightly weirded out by that? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Well, let's never speak of it again. Mr. Chetvodnik? Yes, sir. Plot of course. Alpha 316374874, Gamma 4758961, Warp Speed 8. That means nothing to me, Captain. You're talking out of your colon. Just drive, commie. Mr. Starch's personal log, Stardate 3556475. An unusual day. After breakfast and a hostage crisis, the captain somehow managed to destroy God. Not top of my list of things I expected to, to be doing today, but surprises are like Christmas pantomimes to a cross-dressing actor. Always a good thing. Anyway, captain has promised us a surprise. I cringe to think what it could be. Personal log over. Well, boys, I promise you all a little surprise considering we've had a couple of stressful days and we nearly lost a really good friend and one of the most hard-working and reliable and, dare I say, intelligent members of the crew. Oh, Captain. Wait, what am I talking about? We did lose her. Oh, yeah, and we nearly lost Mr. Starch. Ooh! Anyway, as I promised, I've got a little surprise as a way of saying thank you. So pack your volleyball gear, boys. We're off to the planet death for some sure leave. Fuck man. I'm a doctor, not a volleyball player. You don't have to thank me. It's the least I could do. 
Check Rodney. Set a course and open communications with the president of the planet Death, so I can let him know we're on our way. Communications open, sir. This is Captain James Kirk of the USS Enterprise. We wish you no harm. Fire! What's it like to be an American? It's good. Oh, best in the world. We have apple pies and gems in the skies. We have baseballs and the Fourth of July. We have a What's it like to be an American?